what's on my mind at any given time of day, cause I'm a renegade. Never been afraid to talk about anything, 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 anything. renegade. Never been afraid to say what's on my mind at any given time of day, cause I'm a renegade. Never been afraid to holler about anything, anything, anything. Hi everyone and welcome to Season 2, Episode 1 of the FBL Renegades Podcast. My name is Drew. I'm joined today by both the other Renegades, Willie and Kirk. How are you boys? Good, well, thanks. Well, Drew, great to be here. Good. Also, also delighted to be here. Delighted. We're delighted you are here, Kirk. two in a row. It's, uh, there's some joke there anyway. I don't know what it is. But <laughs> not about buses, something more risque than that. But I'm not going to go there. So this is going to be our first pre-season pod. To be honest, I haven't really looked at anything up until last week. I've been kind of having a nice break. Yeah, no. been enjoying the break. No, I got in the mirror. That was a bit. Of it. <laughs> I enjoyed not doing it. Although yeah. Willie's going to compound me now with like numbers and figures. Yeah, I don't think he really took a breather of our WhatsApp group. Nah. So I to go by. He's been. He didn't take a break. Nice. He's been constantly on the prowl for. Uh, he had Pope since the second yeah. last week of last season, supposedly. No. He's been on the prowl for was four, million trying trying to four and a half million striker yeah. for the last six weeks, I'd say. <laughs> so anyway, we're back. Um, last season was a bit of a success. We started off as an experiment. We didn't really know what we were doing. No. It turned into just a, a weekly event where just a social thing for ourselves. Yeah, crack, and it? Talked about FPL and we put it out there. and people Midweek drinking, that's, that's all it's about. That's it, like... Yeah. If if we were just to say, oh, I'm going to the pub on a Tuesday for like six points, it would be frowned upon. I think our missus has to go fuck ourselves. But now, like, it's like, that wouldn't be encouraged, no. No, but it's like, we're we're creating content, is that what it is? I'm drinking. Exactly. So, before we get stuck into everything, I suppose it, it's just going to be an overview. I don't think we're going to go into huge detail. Two of us aren't going to go into yeah, huge detail. I haven't planned an awful lot. This is just a, a welcome back kind of pod with... My initial thoughts for the season, probably yours as well. Um, There's going to be good practice for your editing, I think. Yeah, <laughs> should be fun anyway. So anyway, we'll start off before we get into the nitty gritty. What are your FPL aims for this season? And I just mean overall rank. What would you be happy with? My like? overall rank? Yeah. Uh, I just want to be inside the top 20k for the first time ever. First time ever? Yeah, I'm like the most nailed 50k guy playing the game, but... I've never been in the top 20k. Okay. And what about you, Garks? I'll be horribly disappointed if I don't win it. <laughs> Although, where, where you came, what, top 5k last year, so it's the, the natural step. I know, I'll just readjust as I go along. After one game week, I'll be happy at the top 100. Two game weeks will be top 1,000, and we'll work backwards. Very good. Uh, I've kind of lowered my standards slightly. I'd be happy with top 10k. It's it's quite hard to get there. So It's a tougher game there. these days, lads. It is. <laughs> it's a tougher game. And again, there's a lot more information out there. So much information, <laughs> but most of the six million people that play have no interest in that information, so you still have to edge. Yeah. Really yeah. well, I'd say there's about, about a million playing it. Yeah. And if you're anything to go by, you, you create about 50% of that information. You're on a roll this week. Every time I looked, you were posting something about yeah, a player or another. But you know, they were just inspired. I don't know. No. That was all my research that I did like two months ago. All my research from the end of last season. Oh, and I just like put together in like five minutes. So very good. Now before we we go any further, like some important 
important points of business. Important points of business. Yeah, it's a big elephant in the room, and I know me and Kirk haven't talked about it, but it's hard it's to like, ignore it when you look at you right saying now. Saying that's another few pounds. <laughs> You're like, for this is like an audio thing. You can't see him, but he came full kit wanker, full Aston Villa. I, th- I think I'm. I'm Full kit, third kit, Minecraft. That now would be a legend. Now it's 25 degrees in Ireland, and I have no problem with two hours and shorts and t shirts, but like matching is just something. Full kit, wanker. So, look, we need to talk about Villa. We don't you need to, No, you need to lay off Villa a little bit. You need to Do you think so? take them on their merits. We need to talk about not talking about Villa. Exactly. You have a responsibility. We have thousands and thousands of followers. We have four lists. That's fair enough, but when you have people like that saying that they're doing a Fulham, and they're the second into that now. They're the second wealthiest owners in the league. Do you know who, uh, no. who in the last two months has, oh has increased his, his uh, wealth by 1.5 billion? You've just ruined it, sir. I actually have. Yeah. I'm just saying, just lay out the bill a bit. Unless you find something that is you think is going to be interesting well, to it'll all be, of our followers. It'll be interesting when you ask me all these villa questions. And like, how many villa, villa people have you won? And I would say zero. We're breakaway pod about villa in the Premier League. Yeah, you can go. Maybe do your own villa pod. Yeah. No, that would be that well. That would do well. Save us all. Save us all. Right, so now that we're finished our own little mini Aston Villa podcast, we'll get stuck back into FPL. Yep. So, Friday the 9th of August, 8pm. Seven days will kick off. All games on, Drew. ready to go. The big dogs are playing. They are indeed. Against Norwich. And, uh... It's a real intriguing game to start with, because like, it could just be an absolute blood. Oh, that's a great one for FPL, isn't it? But, yeah, the Liverpool's fixtures are a bit weird, but it'd be interesting to see what they do. Like, are you going to go all in, triple captain, a Liverpool player day one? That'd be really crazy. I, I don't even know who's going to play. I actually had a Rigi in for a while, because I thought he might get actually a start on that game, but I don't know. I, don't know I think he might play. start the first couple. What is he, five and a half million? But you're just... Resigned to taking him out, but if so, it gives you a heap of points, who cares? Uh, everybody will have two or three points. Mane is not, is he coming back the week after? He's not coming back to Charity he's Shield. Sure he's surely won't play. He's coming back after the yeah, Charity, Charity Shield. Shield in the Norwich Super Cup, so. I don't yeah. think he's back for Charity Shield, is he? No, I don't think he's back. Salad, I think, should be grand. He got knocked out of the oh, African Nations weeks ago. He seems to be in a load of pictures on Instagram looking ripped. He's training away. I don't know. He's going to be an 80% plus captain, isn't he? He's, he's your Yeah, I, I think you put him in just to cover the fact that everybody has him, but I actually wouldn't. Kirk, you're saying everyone has him. I was like, everyone has him on Twitter or on FPL World. I was looking at the actual statistics. I think it's like, is it something like 30-something percent of people have him in their FPL team at the moment? Yeah, well, a lot of people like, haven't even signed up yet. So yeah, they're not like you're in the game. They haven't started know. before the other season finished. You know? Yeah, well, how can you, how can you not have uh, Salah on your team? Sure, we'll get into that later on. Um, we were just talking about the first game. We won't go into big game too much detail. What's Villa's first game? Villa's first game. Like they're kidding out to go watch it already. I'm very excited. Villa are playing this the one game that this is a game they could lose three or four nil. They're playing Spurs, so they're yeah. At the oh. new White Hart Lane. The new White Hart Lane. So, as, like a villa, as I said, they're going to be all out attack this season. So, that's a game I wouldn't be uh, investing heavily in. Back them for relegation. Full kit wanker. No, far from it. They're nice fixtures, actually. Are you going to wear that kit to every podcast? No. But can I just say, like, I'm getting slagged for being in, the, in, in this full kit. Look at this prick. He walks in from work. He's in, I swear to God, he's in a full suit. He's drinking straight whiskey and his fucking cowboy boots off. But you just, you just said it there. He walks in straight from work. It's like, I can't go to work in an Aston He's a Villa, cowboy. Aston Villa kid. I go to work like this. I know you do. 
So before uh, our regular listeners only listen for the absolute nonsense at the start, but we're kind of hoping to get some FPL (laughs) listeners this season. So before they all switch off, let's get stuck into the actual game. So to start off, we're going to go through a few of our own do's and don'ts. We might look at a few different price points and positions we're going to look at. We go through the fixtures, who we think have the best, who have the worst. We'll wrap it up with our few weekly segments that we had last year. And I think we're going to add one or two and maybe get rid of one. Or But they were all quite popular last year, so we'll keep them going. So anyway, do's and don'ts. We're all at, we're three, like all joking aside, we're three serious FPL players. We all put a lot of time into the game during the week. Some more than others, but I'd say we put in a lot more than your average player. So. Do you have any kind of go-to points or a mantra or anything that you follow, Willie, week in, week out? What are your um, what are your tips for people in preseason? I have a few. So, like, I go through. I go through the first one, and you guys oh. can like. Fuck off! I get a cup of tea or something. Right. So I've uh, no players from prom- promoted clubs. Agree. Yeah. Agree. There you go, Kurt. It's hard to play. No, it's hard to know uh, what players will adapt to the Premiership. Like, there's going to be gems from these clubs. And I want to have a few weeks of that and the eye test before I, I pick them out. I don't want to be stuck with, with two players from like a, a, a team that's finishing 15 to 20 in the league. So I want to make sure it's the right players that I pick. Okay, that's fair actually, enough. Actually, instead of doing term by term, he'll actually cover probably everything. <laughs> might just that's say if enough. we agree or don't agree. Yeah, um, and on, can we, will I go through in relation to in relation to like other type of players? Like I don't want any players that are new to the league. I don't want Haller at West Ham, Trossard at Brighton. These boys have unbelievable statistics, but uh, I just want to see how they fit into the and adapt to the Premier League. And is that just goes. a blanket no? Or yeah, I, I, like yeah. Like your man, Holly or Haller. He's French, like you need to say. <laughs> Jackson, that's. Yeah, but uh, just say like he came in very expensive. So well, what if he is five and a half million? Would no. you um, keep that rule? I do. I probably keep him for a few weeks, but I would say. That I wouldn't have anyone if there's a four point zero playing defender or a four point five playing striker. I don't care if they play for Timbuktu and they're in the game and they're starting. What if Hallier was in the game as a four point zero defender? Definitely I actually don't have any promoted players. That's fair enough. No promoted players. No new players. No, and I would even put one step further. No players that have even moved from one Premier League club to another. I got screwed over with Maris last year. All the great underlying statistics. Uh. Proven in FBL. And I don't, I just, I don't can you explain that? Yeah. Or is that your only yeah. example? It's not my only example, but I was like, that was like, I was just like, Perez actually scored six goals in the last six games last season, and all like my like research that I do on XGI is really high, but I just, I just, I'm not going to have Perez at Leicester, I'm not going to have Zaha at uh, if he goes to Arsenal either. I'm just not no, going to I think now. I agree with all of them so far, but. Uh, <laughs> do you agree with the premise? I, I don't. I don't agree with that one at all, because. That Mares was going to a city team where he probably wasn't going to play anyway. Yeah, he's so much more um, competition. That's easy to say. Like, I, would I, say I, I thought he was going to play. Most I people would have Sané and Sterling in nah, this competition. He wasn't going to play all the time. Bernardo can play there. Like, I think it's... I, like, I, he, I, went to, he just went up a huge level. It wasn't that he went to another team in the Premier League. He went to... He was a Premiership player of the year. Yeah, I know, but like... He, he won the Afghan nation, in the Nations last week. You see the goal he scored in the last big game in the semi-finals? He still plays for City. He'll still have yeah. restricted minutes. No matter what, yeah, he was, he, was he not a great example? Was he not like seven point five million or something? But is I, it not? It's not the fact that he moved from a Premier League team I, to another I, Premier I, League I, team. It's the fact he moved to City. It's like I, a. I I feel when players move like to a Premier League team, a lot of the time they don't walk straight into the team. But I can't. Yeah. Even about Van Nis or yeah, Van Persie, Van Persie got yeah, United. 
Yeah, smashed it up. He did absolutely smash it up, but I'm sure he went straight into team. But a lot of lads don't go straight into team. The managers wait three, four, five weeks. They don't. I, I would actually need to go Depends on the money as well. Though. I'd say if he's a proven Premier player, I'd be more likely to put him in. Like Jay Rodriguez is going back in Premier League. Jay Rodriguez but, isn't going to play ahead of Ashley Barnes and Chris Wood. But he scored whatever twenty odd goals last season. He's come back to Premiership. He'll take he's a minutes off them. He's a Premiership player. And he's not going to be starting at start. Isn't that's no, my I exact mean, point. He's on my list. Though. I mean, I'd, I'd say he's not from what he he's done in Premier League. There's no way the two guys have been dropped. But no again, way. that's an example of a guy from coming from the Championship into the Premier League, so it's easier. But just say the likes of Iosi Perez. Uh, Bit of a star at the end of last season for Newcastle. Big money gone to Leicester. Big he's star. He's definitely going to gonna start. He scored more goals than any other player in the Premier League in the last game weeks. They don't like his own now. For a very average team. I don't think he's great. No, he, no, but you know what I mean? He's He was bought for big money. He's gone to a middle of the road to an upper kind of... Well, Leicester could push for top eight, top six. Leicester could push for top four this year. I, I think. won't. No. I think they there's could. such a big gap. I think they could push top four. I don't agree at all. Who are they going to come ahead of? I'd say sixth is the best they could. Uh, I think obviously City, City and Liverpool first and second. I they think they won't come ahead of Spurs. I think Spurs are probably third, and after that, I think I think Leicester could be pushing with United and Arsenal. Anyway, we'll come back to that. We're off on a tangent. Back into <laughs> your your rules. Your first two, I agree with. Your third one, I don't. I don't. Yeah. Right. So that's with the with the players. I just want to say another thing. I'm sure you agree with this. Um, I like the idea of having two premium captain choices. It makes the just like. I'm such a I'm a very risk averse player and I like to keep things as stress free as possible and I just think it uh, it makes things very simple like as well like but there's there's room to manoeuvre but it's, I think it's pretty much yeah. Salah, Sterling and Kane two of the three are they your only three players you're happy with from the start side the captain okay. yeah how low would you go then I know during I, the season I, I went to Sané before and we know yeah. I haven't so we get desperate like I think a captain Wilson at yeah some point. I, if, if, I, if, I ha- if I had an, a, an Aubameyang or something like or Robertson or or Trent at home against somebody. I mean, uh, I don't think so. I've actually had um, I had TAA as my vice for the for the Norwich game, but I don't think Renegade. he was captain. I think Salah, Sterling, Kane. I the only thing is, if you're going to captain Aguero, yeah, if you're going to captain Trent in a game, I'm sure you're even more happy to captain Salah and Mane. Yeah. It's the same fixture. They just yeah. I've Trent's done. a weird, a weird. I've done it the last. I, I don't know if I even go. Trent, that work out for you. It was good. I good job. Yeah. Got a Robertson a captain and he got like two assists, a clean sheet. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't do it, but I definitely wouldn't put someone like, on. Like you're, totally you're, you're going to talk about it. how they're a good value at seven million. Yeah, they're not captain material. That's yeah, but when you're talking, they're about both top ten point scorers in the game last season. Like so that's hindsight, though. Yeah. Yeah. but when you're talking about having two captaincy options, you don't have them two in that. I know you don't. No, no, I'm not. Who are they? Kane, Salah. I'm not. I'm not risking enough. Okay, Salah, Sterling. Salah, Sterling, Kane, Aguero, Bamiyan. I I agree with the base point of it. I always have more than one premium player. I always have at least two premium players. I think your premium players are a lot lower than some people. No, I mean like uh, Sterling and Salah would be my two. Not in a bad way, but you might judge someone's premium player for a fixture. I'd KDB as a premium player. Like I, I'd love to be able to captain someone like a Vardy or a Jimenez, like but Which against like when they've good fixtures, but yeah, I've done that as well. Yeah, right. Um, right. This is now. This is probably me being really risk averse, but a few things to say on hits. Uh, don't take any early hits. The first four game weeks, um, at least. Yeah. Like you, you pick these players for a reason, so don't just fire them out because of one bad game week. And I was like, uh, conversely, don't bring anybody in because of one good game week or one good week of underlying statistics. Yeah. Fair enough. I agree. With that. Yeah. 
And um, overall, I'd say take very few hits over the course of the season. I try most, most, most years. I won't take any hits unless I only have ten playing. They say I've only ten playing players for a for a game week and I'm missing a player, or I want to get a double game week player in for a double game week. That's I, I think that's actually a, a that's a that's a big one. I think I last season my biggest improvement was actually not taking hits. I don't think I think I looked less hits in the world's game weeks. Oh no, no, way less than that. One transfer a week, and I think I only took maybe four hits all season, something like that. Yeah. And that was a big improvement. Isn't that we associate you with? No. <laughs> Just for some reason, I can imagine you taking loads of hits, Colin. No, that's what I mean. Like, I was trying it's only to, a game, lads. Try and tone it down. And, uh, big, it worked. Big point difference. Yeah, like, if you take four points over whatever, how many weeks you do it? Exactly. Anything else? This is um, just your basic intro. If you've kind of more details, stuff we come back. To uh, one quick thing I just wanted to mention, I remember, but uh, just in relation to the bench, um, I like to keep it very cheap at the start, so I do. But I also make it's very important to have one playing sub. So this year, as like everyone's saying, oh, there's nobody, there's nobody. But I think we're blessed in having a four point five than Donker, so he's oh, a player yeah. that you can play as a first sub. Or I'm happy enough to even have him in my starting eleven if he has a good fixture. Would you captain him? Um, <laughs> no, I wouldn't captain him. But actually, just gave my heart attack. I say, a lot of you guys, like I don't know what your strategy is, but a lot of the the, the top FPL players plan a wild card in four or five. So yeah. like, I think it's perfectly fine having only one playing. So I'll probably wild card a little bit later than your guys. So I'd like to have a, a second player that will at least get minutes as well. That's why you'll finish. Do you don't like to join the top FPL players? Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like the reason you're going to finish top fifty k is because you're following people who've already made the decisions. Probably I'm going to finish top thirty k, and I'm not following anyone's decisions. Um, but I say <laughs> my, my main thing that I do that might be a little bit different than every everybody else, and see if you agree with it. Yeah, go on. You know the way I'm adding to my my underlying statistics and my expected goals and my expected assists and my expected goal involvement. But I like to I like to have a good look at the last six to eight game weeks of last season. And look at the players that got the goals, the players that got the assists, the players that had high XGIs. So like people like Redmond, Vardy, TA, Dina, they were all coming to the fore for me. So they're like people that I'll be seriously Fraser as well. I'll be seriously considering for the start of the season because I think I, historically players that have done well at the end of the previous season have ended up having a good start to the, okay. the next you season. Probably, I disagree with that. Yeah, so yeah, well, yeah, I can understand your point, but yeah. You've got a lot of water under the yeah. bridge between last he's yeah, looked, He's looked at numbers. It probably does obviously yeah. some sort of yeah. number thing to it, but and, and I wouldn't the, follow that go, at all. Go, I, wouldn't go, I know you wouldn't agree with that. So, so going on with that, like, like probably not like a lot of people. I plan to wildcard late. I plan ahead for the first first 10 game weeks, and I probably expect wildcard between 8 and 10. Um, a lot of the XGI that I, I, I use, it becomes more reliable as the season go on with a bigger sample. So I want to try and wait 9, 10 weeks before I use it. So I was looking at statistics from last season, and I think after game week 10, 14 of the top 20 midfielders and forwards for XGA ended up being in the top 20 point scorers of the whole game. Can I stop you there, though? But have you not missed a lot of their points? Because if people wildcard early and get That's on them, the, you've missed out on lots of those points. Yeah, but, you're, I know you're risk-averse and you're kind of waiting to see what it is, yeah. but you've kind of missed the boat a little I, bit. I have indeed, but, but I'll also say that I'm probably like, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I still have transfers before then, so I'll be getting some of them in if I think if their statistics are really good and their actual output is really good. I'll have well, to and anyway. pass the eye test. Yeah. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's good. And the other thing I just wanted to mention was in relation to that, like I've heard a few things on Ben Crown, a few things on Twitter that is liable that the, the double game weeks are going to be very late in the season next year. I think there's no harm Sorry. saving your, your, your wildcard for a few weeks. 
and I think they're, they're talking about double game week and in, in a big double game week in game week 37 so it's that's not a long way away so long you're way everybody's talking about Andy yeah but that's what I'm saying it's no harm playing my wild card a bit later so because on my second wild card I'll be playing I won't be I definitely won't be playing it in January like I did last year I'll be playing it yeah, but we'll be playing our wild cards in 34, 35, 36, 37 yeah. as well. Like, we're not going to change our second well, wild This cards. is the way, what, what I'm doing. Yeah, I disagree with it. I'll get yeah. into it when I talk about my own yeah. thing. But yeah. uh, I think you're kind of missing out on a lot of points potential doing that. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. So we'll leave it there for a second. When we come back, we'll have a look at myself and Kirks if we have any time left. It's too long, is it? Now that Willie has poured his heart out and told you all of his uh, FPL gems, uh, myself and Kirk will have a look at just a few of the things that we look at in pre-season when we're making our team. So I, I'll go first and I've broken mine into actual FPL strategy and some mental stuff. Oh wow. Yeah, so like FPL, like mental as in FPL is a mental game. Or so like no, not mad. Like oh, right. it's yeah. a psychological <laughs> game. Yeah. You need to have your mind in the right place. Um, a lot of lads on Twitter don't, and that's why they seem to have nervous yeah. breakdowns during <laughs> yeah. the season. So maybe this will help people. But uh, I enjoy that though. I do. I do like reading that. It kind of makes you feel a little bit better about yourself. Yeah, just yeah. laugh at other people. <laughs> so, anyway, first point. Now, some of these are really obvious, but it, I do think some people could do it here in them. Willy. <laughs> but uh, have fun. Yeah. Like, what's the point otherwise? Laugh at yourself. It is a game. Yeah, it is a game. And I said earlier, we take it more seriously than most. We also laugh at each other and ourselves a lot. Like, if we yeah. fuck up a transfer, yeah. we're the first to laugh. Fairness, at we showed up in a full kit. I mean, it's obviously <laughs> casual. Yeah. Okay. Point two. Talk to others about the game. Yeah. I think it's really helpful if you have other people that are into it and you just kind of go through strategy or transfer. Like me and Harris. Yeah, no, yeah. I fully agree. The best season was when we actually stopped stopped yeah. playing against each other and yeah. uh, started doing this. That was it actually because yeah, last season was the first season we didn't all have a bet against each other. Yeah. We just did help each other and yeah. Look, we all had solid enough seasons and we uh, dragged Kirks to glory. Yeah, yeah. just fucking calm me down. Not captain in Iron Ramsey like in the middle yeah. of the season. Yeah, but it does like anything. I think if you're if you're betting, if you're playing poker, if you're doing anything, it kinda helps to talk to other people that have the same interest and go through strategy and like what went right, what went wrong, etc. etc. Yeah. Uh, next point, set reasonable goals based on your own record and how much yeah. time you're willing to put into the game. I don't yeah. put any time in, I want to finish first. Exactly. <laughs> so I say on your own record. Now, I don't mean to be sound condescending or patronising, but like, if you've played the game five years in a row and you've never came in the top 100k, yeah, don't expect to come top 10 game. No, like, you'll only why don't you say, to... oh, I'm going to try to come top 60k this year, or top yeah, 50k. Or top 100k, because you've never yeah. came top 100k. No. So based on your own record and how much time you're willing to put in, if you're going to like log on at 9 o'clock every Saturday and spend 30 seconds, like that's fair enough and more power to you. Yeah, I think most people do that. Should do that. I kind of envy those people. Yeah. But don't expect to again. Yeah. Come in the top ten k if that's your only that's way of playing it. And I think the problem is if you don't set reasonable goals, is 
Especially you're unlikely to meet the goals you set and then you're just going to go on tilt and you're going to... Yeah. The game isn't going to be as fun and you might lose interest quicker. So, yeah. um, next point, and I only learned this last season when we started our Twitter. Yeah. Take a break from the game slash Twitter regularly. Yeah. I mean, even a couple of days a week. Because I think when we started off our Twitter page, it was like every day was on a see yeah. what everyone was doing, kind of reading people's opinions, or, yeah, yeah. Oh, trying yeah. to post something every day, and like it would do your head in. Like, yeah. I just stopped posting; it was much yeah. easier. Yeah, again, you had your best season of your life. You came a good bit ahead of both of yeah. us, and you didn't really spend any time on Twitter. That was it. Like no. you were by far the less involved, least yeah. involved. Now that's not a dig, but it is a dig. No, no. Yeah. I, I agree. <laughs> yeah, um, that's so yeah, I think you should like, and I, I probably need to. Yeah. Look at that more myself. I'm not going to log into Twitter maybe a few days a week. I think that's an absolutely brilliant idea. Because you get out of that. Like, Twitter is a bubble. Yeah. We'll come into this later. Like, but yeah. it's such a soft, small sample of players yeah. and people just get bogged yeah. down. And, well, so you're yeah. like max 100,000 people on Twitter and yeah. that are playing FPL. And now, in fairness, there are a lot of, I'd say a lot of the better minds are yeah. on Twitter. Now, not all of them, but like you'll not get all of them. There'll be a lot of good players on Twitter and people you should listen to and people with good records. Yeah, there's a lot of really good people who are That dude from Scandinavia. Yeah, exactly. He's never on it. So what's her name? Something Riga or something. Oh, stop. Is he not on Fantasy Football School? No, that's not him. That's Riga. Yeah, no, who's the guy who's really good Scandinavian player? Don't, I don't know, to be honest, and I don't really care. <laughs> no, no, honestly, I'm not one of these yeah. that are... Yeah, he's not you're on. a real fanboy of all yeah. these. Do you, know what, <laughs> do you know what always makes me laugh? When you're... When you, will come to me in Kirks and you're like, oh yeah, but what about this? And we'll shoot you down and you're like, but uh, fucking Johnny from Norway, like he's on Twitter and he has a podcast and he said it. And I'm like, you're on Twitter and you have a podcast, believe it or not. It's actually me. I have a fake account and I just send him information. Villa Ronke, that's a really good guy. Yeah. Yeah. So next point, uh, and I've I've put in as many cliches as I could into one sentence. So patience is a virtue. So you do have to be patient. Patient. But the devil makes work for idle hands. Oh god! So you can't be too patient. No, I think there is a fine balance weekly. You can't like. Are you reading off like a feel-good calendar or something? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. It's all that shit. July twenty-second. Patience is a virtue. <laughs> gives me a say in every day. Yeah, yeah. But no, I think it's it's actually you can't really teach this, and it's like there's a fine balance between. Sometimes you can overmanage. Yeah, overmanage. Do you know? So you should be patient, but. There is a fine line. You have to know when to make a move as well. Like if you just do nothing, eventually yeah. it's gonna. So I think, I think you can only really pick that up from experience and reading a lot, and it's a kind of feel thing. But I find it very uh, helpful to kind of find the right amount of activity. Yeah. Uh, final point of my mental <laughs> notes is uh, stay calm. It's a thirty-eight week marathon, and I can't stress that enough. Like marathon, not sprint. True. Like. Two good game weeks can shoot you right up the table, like yes. One good double game week, like hundred points plus. I your... would say though, the start is really important. Yeah, I'm gonna to come to that, and you probably will in your points yeah. now. But uh, the start is important, especially if you want to have a really high finish. But it's not. I it's say be yeah. all and end yeah. all. Look, every year I do crap at the start, and I still always end up doing well. <laughs> like I, I, in an overall rank. I don't know what point you're twenty to thirty k. Like an overall rank, I end up doing very, very well. Like for someone that's usually two, three, four hundred k after the first. I think years. that ties into the what you're talking about earlier on. Like you're wildcard and late, yeah. so you'll be following people who've already wildcarded. All those people, half of them get it wrong, half of them get it right. Yeah, so that was you're playing catch up with those people already. Yeah, but few of them might be making better decisions than them. And you'll finish top fifty k. It's fair enough. Now there, my 
little few mental points. I have a good bit of my own FBL strategy here, but before I get into that, let's go to you, Karks. Yeah. Any kind of a bullet point do's point. and don'ts. I think you have to wildcard early. I think okay. like the opposite to Woody. I think you're looking at four or five, and you want to be making, you want to be getting the guys in who are doing well before other people get them. Um, I think the first five game weeks are the most important game weeks in the whole thing. If you can get a good start, people are always playing catch up to you. Uh, like, or was it Bournemouth? I think last year people had. If you had Fraser and Wilson in early, people aren't going to catch you. Like, because they brought them in after you, you kept them. Um, other than that, it's luck. So if you get ahead of people, they won't catch you. Other, other than hitting a triple captain or a, like a lucky captain with a hat trick or something like that. Well, Kirk, so after four game weeks last year, people like Awobi and Ings were at the top of the fucking XGI scales. I didn't up the XGI scales. <laughs> sometimes common sense comes into play think, and you're like I'm not going to bring I, in a woke like all the points you, all the points you don't <laughs> although we all had Ings I had a yes yeah I, I might even have him again to be honest um, he scored two goals the other day but um, I think if you uh, if you start well people are catching up to you and that is the most important thing trying to catch up with people using the same players is, is impossible yeah. so then you have to use different players and you've got you very little chance is a lot of that luck or is it the fact oh, that you've well carded and kind oh, yeah, of oh yeah totally yeah yeah so I mean I'm going to wildcard early. I'll be wildcarding four or five and I could pick a fucking balls of it and Woody will overtake me. Or I could jackpot it and Woody will never catch yeah, me. it be 100 pints clear and yeah. I'm never going to get like there. Like last, last, last two seasons I've been top 200 at Christmas. So right. my, I'm making up balls of it from Christmas onwards. So it's like... <laughs> no, we said on the last podcast it was uh, because you turned into an alcoholic at Christmas. <laughs> yeah. That's your problem. Like in a good way, a good alcohol. I, I did manage to keep a hold of last year, but I, the last couple of, couple of seasons, I always finished start really well, Christmas doing really well, and then fucking fall apart. And generally, that's from Captain like, Stupid people. Even for me, it was obsessed with FBL, and like it so takes it so serious. Like other than this year, every other year, like I fucked up at least one game week at Christmas time because like we're just constantly out like at race and watching oh, I, football I, matches, I, have like out with, out with our friends. It's one of my golden rules now. Actually, you're like, I'm not going to bother. Get out to three in the morning and then there's a, a deadline at half eleven. Yeah. Like, I'd say it's one of my main points. It's mad. Watch Christmas. Is, watch Christmas. Like you, you go out drinking, you go out for a meal, you go out for doing something and there's a, a fucking double game week or something or a, what do you call it, two games back to back. Is it the same for people from other countries or is it just us that we're like... Fucking well, we, we go racing and stuff as well. Yeah, it's like there's a lot of shit going on at Christmas. And a lot of lads on Twitter don't have any friends either so it's not really, <laughs> <laughs> it's not really an issue for like off everybody on Twitter. Um, what else um, goalkeepers 4.5 and 4 I don't think you should ever spend any more money on your goalkeepers uh, spend money on your defence I've been doing for the last couple of years they're like I think everybody does it now but like they're, it's actually solid points um, like I'm going for 4 at back this year for the first time ever I, was, I, have, a, I have a team of 5 at the back yeah. that's the big who had this season everyone's this, talking about going big at the back but this, is that just because the Liverpool boys are yeah, yeah and City. into it a little bit. And Everton's as well. I don't like Everton at the back. I think they still need two centre-halves. I don't even love Man City. Like, they give you clean sheets, which obviously you want from a defender. But Liverpool have kind of just I turned it on, on its head. What was Walker last season? No goals. Yeah, two goals. And I think he had no assists. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, right. yeah, he had one goal, one assist. One, one goal. goal and you just seven or eight assists. He gets clean sheets, but for six million, I'd... Yeah. His underlying statistics were still grand, though. But someone like Sashenko, like, did anyone see much of Angelino? Did what I've seen of him, I've been overly impressed. Of it, didn't Mendy's out for a while, yeah. Sashenko looks like he could be nailed. He's yeah. just going to offer you like six points here and there, though. Yeah, it's a little bit cheaper. That's all I want, though. I don't know. I think Laporte performed a bit last season. I took Laporte on just King yeah. Sheets last season, but he was like there every week. I was saying during the week, though, Laporte just with 
De Bruyne back in, he's going to have some like A1 delivery from set pieces that he wouldn't have had last year. Like he could score even more goals this season. But City's XGC was was like was it was even far superior to Liverpool. Oh, yeah. I think like, City, City like, were incredible. I think obviously. they're the one team if you just want someone like with Liverpool, I want to have a TA or I want to have a Robbo. I want to have what I see as a midfielder who has the like the bonus of clean sheets. While with, with, with Man City, I just want a defender. I'm happy to go as Zinchenko or a Walker or whoever again. Get points. Yeah, I mean, I still on my list of yeah. might be starting. It's tricky though. Just find Walker so uninspiring. I like him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've said he, to you so many times. statistics. He could be good for the first. The first uh, wild card, like, yeah. he did start, he and he's pretty nailed on. He'll either play yeah. as the wing back, or if they drop to a three, he can drop back into the. They keep getting linked with that Joe Cancelo guy from Juventus, though. Yeah, but yeah, but he's a new guy coming into the Premier League, so you can't have him. No, you can't have him. But he'll take <laughs> Walker's spotlight. Oh, it's going to cost an absolute fortune. Walker's not going to be dropped off not for the first game. Walker's, I mean, not gonna spend Walker's a lot more nailed. You think that like, people are like saying Walker's, Walker's not going to spend sixty million on your man from Juve? Ah, no, I still think he's starting start the first. Your man is a lot better. Much, I don't really watch much time. Anyway, Kirks, back to you. Um, what else? So, spend yeah. Uh, get all the premium guys in, get the guys who everybody else has that you need to, to cover the points. I was toying with leaving out Salah, but I'm not going to. Um, Salah, Sterling, uh, probably Robertson or TA, whichever one you want. But other people have them, you have to have them, and um, that's not the place to be looking for extra points. Uh, I really like KDB. And Brooks, um, and I think the biggest decision is probably the six million striker up front. I think finding that value guy up front yeah. is probably the, the, the biggest decision. The, to make. These are decisions, as you say, the six six point five million striker, and I think the six point five to seven million seven point five million midfielders. They're the decisions that are going to decide your final FPL rank. They're the differentials. Yeah. Like we'll all have all the the normal guys, but these three or four guys are going to define our seasons. But trying trying to get that at the start of the season is, is really important, and so. If you can get that guy at the start of the season, you're you're yeah. already winning. Like you're you're already ahead. Yeah. So I tough decisions are probably Brooks, that kind of range for me, and Wilson, and then the six million. There's a load of options of six million. Yeah. Um, six six point five. Like you have uh, you've uh, Calvert Lewin, who I like. Then you have like Jota, Delafeu, King, Ings, Ings, Ings. Who else? Back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Cavalier is a good option, but um, yeah, just getting the so for the first five weeks, I'm looking at how I can maximize points. The first five weeks, I'm another decision is whether I have a playing sub or not. I'll either have one playing sub or no playing subs, uh, because I'm only keep his chips, <clears> yeah, because I'm, I'm one card in five weeks, so all my players should be starting, yeah. <clears throat> um, and then the I suppose off the bench, then I try to pick players who are the least selected in the game. So I'd be really against picking Greenwood or... There's that go down to 4.4. Yeah, because I, I got stung with Solanke a couple, couple of years yeah. ago where people think they're going to get minutes. They don't get yeah. minutes. Everybody sells them. And then, and then lose, if you, you want them. to go to a 4.5 to a 5 or you have two moves and you want to go from a 5.5 to a 6, if they've had a minus 1, it's almost impossible to get there. Yeah, I, I, I basically started that one of season. It's like yeah. 0.2 million down. And I couldn't yeah. swap them for anybody. I do like ball. that point and it's kind of underutilized. You don't hear many people talking about it. But... Devil's advocate, you can also get like can smack you in the arse like, if Greenwood kind of. I can yeah. bring Greenwood in game plays two, like, that, no that's problem. What I want but if he kind of plays like the first two or three games, gets two goals, and goes up in price really quickly. Oh, I keep yeah. an eye on it. But yeah. 
I mean, I don't agree with. I don't think a four. I, I agree. I don't think a four I, and a half million striker is going to punish you too much. Like, I, I don't think Greenwood is going to start. I genuinely think Greenwood's going to get 15, 20 minutes in most games for the night. Well, it's, if you think he's going to play and you think he's going to get it, like, nab a goal, yeah, bring him in. If but you like, think he's not going to play and he's your third choice non-playing sub, yeah, why do you have him? You may as well have Colin Craner. Totally I, I have. My lads, I don't but, even know who they are. But conversely, can I say someone like? The, the, the donker that like oh that's different like yeah. I looked at his underlying statistics like he, he's like the second half of the season like even though I think he only scored one goal was actual statistics no, he up there with premium players like I think he could be a 5.56 million midfielder at 4.5 but, but the, and if he was 5.5 that's, that's more important but if he was 5.56 million people would have him starting it's because he's 4.5 they did the same thing with Amos I, I think he'll year. be a really really high percentage of player when yeah. it comes but, to but I think he's that he's, he starts 17 the last 18 games actually it's, it's probably contract. We could just say it here. We all want to have him. Yeah. Now, again, we keep saying Twitter is a bubble and it's not... Yeah. Uh, so maybe... It might an illustration of everybody, everybody. But, like, everybody on Twitter has. Everyone on Twitter has. But, like, people that watch football, like, look at Jim, who's going to do our thing. It's like, he doesn't know who the fuck the end of Nalker is. He doesn't have a fucking notion. You don't either. Like, how did you say his name there? The Nalker. We have to come up with some sort of stupid shorthand for him. Yeah, oh, God. We don't like the shorthands. Right, Kirk, anything else? All solid so far. Um, All very Kirksey, just straight to the point, simple. It's like, this is an easy game. What are you even asking me this I just follow these things at the start of the season. It's like, the start is really important. Put all your money into your first 11 and pick players who are going to play. It's like... Sounds fair enough. Man talks a lot of sense. In fairness, he does, yeah. <laughs> even if he's in a full suit. Yeah. <laughs> right, so that's Kirksey's little pearls of wisdom. That will guarantee you a top 5k finish this Gems season. of knowledge. Gems of knowledge. Sounds good. Uh, can I just say, in that last little segment there, that thing sounded like a bull with the dog <laughs> trying to get through the door. It wasn't a Willy freaking out. No. I'm buzzing. A, a lot of nose breathing. Yeah, a lot of sniffing through the door. But we didn't let him in, so hopefully he stays quiet. Now, before we move on to latter parts of the podcast, I'd like to just go through a bit of my own strategy. So, my own pre-season game plan. So, like you, Kirks, I always wildcard early. So, everything I'm going to say is based around this, because I think every aspect of it takes that into account. So, why do I wildcard early? Um, gives me greater flexibility. It's easier to build a short-term team based on a handful of fixtures than try to plan longer term. Uh, like you said as well, Kirks, we're probably going to be quite repetitive because we're quite successful players. So, uh, <laughs> A good start is essential <laughs> if you want to go low. So, I mean, if you want to get a real proper rank pick. Yeah. If you want to get that elite rank, you need a good start. Big dog. There's no guarantee to getting that, but you can put yourself into the best possible situation, I suppose. Yep. Um, next point is information is king. So, you can see who the early form players are, what the bandwagons are, who are going to be the, the cheap lads that are coming yeah. to the fore. I think that's what Woolley's trying to get. Yeah, that's exactly. Uh, he's waiting to get all that information. We're, we're probably he's going to go too late. We're going to go early. Yeah. So, like, which bargain players have the best chance of minutes slash points? Are any of the promoted players going to be viable? Now, I know we all said don't bring them in at the start. Yeah, bring them in five. But three or four or five weeks, there might be a, you know, yeah, an Aston Villa player. A Marcus will, Stewart will steal our hearts. Can I just say one point? I was looking at my statistics after game week three. The top 20 for XGI. Do you know how many of them are in the top 20 final point scorers at the end of the season? I forgot the start of the question. Go on. Eight. Like, go on. Yeah, <laughs> you still are way too late. 
<laughs> You're still way too late. Uh, next point, I can overhaul my squad structure pretty quickly in one move if needs be. So a lot of people aren't going to start with a premium forward, but like if Harry Kane scores eight goals against Villa on the opening Very day... Very likely. I think he'd probably get a hat-trick. You know, and then if he follows that up in the next game yeah, week... With you a know goal, my, my one problem with Kane is I actually really want him for the first game week, but because most of the best players are midfielders, doing that swap is really difficult. Yeah. Whereas uh, you'd have to go Kane, and if he makes the balls of it and he gets injured, you kind of have to go Aguero. Um, and like that two move transfer to get a midfielder in, like they bring back in Salah or bring back in Sterling, that's what's putting me off Kane. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Now, I don't mean to get into players, like I just meant I have no premium forward, so if I kind of want to bring in one or two, my wildcard will let me do that. But I suppose the point is I can overhaul my squad in one move, like it needs to be. Yeah. Do you know if if this whole going big at the back turns out to be an absolute Disaster. aberration. But that, yeah. that's why I'm going Wilson over King because Wilson at 8 million within two moves I can I can definitely get to Vardy. Yeah, but you can't get Wilson well, up to King. I can't get Wilson up to King but I can get Wilson to Vardy or I could, if I want to get rid of a Sterling after two weeks. I'll get rid of Sterling. I know what actually the better point is you can actually do something really ballsy without it affecting your long term team. So, like, say you want to get rid of, say Salah gets gets injured in the first yeah, game, you could bring in Redmond and like have five million in the bank and your wild card in game week five, so you don't have to stick with him. Yeah, exactly. like you can do something stupid and, yeah, and look for the points. My next point is, and I think we've touched on it already, but it's written down so I can maximize points potential compared to those who hold on for dear life. Like Willie. <laughs> By the time Christmas comes around, which is like eighteen or nineteen game weeks, I could be in a strong position compared to those that saved their wild card. I also have eighteen or nineteen game weeks to build for Christmas without having to use my wild card. So I don't think I'm gonna be overly punished versus those people that hold on till Christmas and use their wild card. Like I'm gonna be in a good spot. I'll have hoovered up all the points up until then. And like maybe my team might be as good as someone who wild cards at Christmas, but it'll still be in quite good shape. Yeah, and they're playing catch up, not me. So yeah, we forget that you can make moves without wild card. I know, but you can't make moves. <laughs> yeah, can't So again, the way the season is structured just makes it very natural. There's two natural breaks for me to use it in. So there's the two international breaks. So there's is it four game weeks and an international and then break? Eight to nine. And then there's five to eight. Yeah. And so like two very natural breaks, no rushing. Like, I'm going to have a week to use my wildcard, do you know? Yeah. Whereas if I use my wildcard in a random week and I have, like, three days to use that, I might kind of make bad decisions or I might be rushed yeah, into doing like, something. It's not like it used to be, though, either. I remember you used to be able to, like, if you had a week, you'd get all these price rises. Like, yeah. That doesn't happen at all anymore. It didn't happen last no, season anyway. Yeah. So anyway, that's why I wildcard early. And these are now are my points, which are kind of easier to explain. You're slagging him. Yeah, well, you know. Fairness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like to talk. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, my key points. At the start, like right now, and like I've only really looked at my team now, I'm building a team for four to eight weeks, not the whole season. So it makes it a lot easier for me. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to get that balance that will get yeah. to week 16. Agreed. Um, my initial draft is going to be easier to make. Um, the next biggest thing for me are fixtures. It's just fixtures, fixtures, fixtures at the minute because I disagree with what you said. Now, you might have stats to back it up, yeah. I haven't looked into them. But I don't really care about last season's form. It's kind of, it's all gone. It's under the bridge. 
some of those players have left. Uh, you know, fixtures are the biggest piece of information I yeah. have in preseason. I made the point of um, Bournemouth are a really good example of it. Most teams finish within two or three places of where they finish the season four. Bournemouth will always go on a little run to keep them safe. Yeah. Who knows what that is? Might be the start of the season, the middle of the season, end of the season. Yeah. It's really good to have those, their players for a, a small period of time. Don't know, maybe. But look where they finished. They finished 15th. And how many points did Fraser get? Yeah, when did he get them, though? He got 181 points. He was consistent all over the, over the season. He created 28 big chances. That was eight yeah, more break, than Hazard. You have to break that he down, He was consistent. I, you look at the statistics, I don't have them here, but I think I don't think he went more than two games well, without blanking. I had him to start the season, and I sold him. Made a lot of money. I, and I finished 25 places ahead of you. So, uh, 25,000. Yeah, oh yeah, so I meant to. But for the first time in your life, after playing game <laughs> for 15 years. Right, I'm going to go back to my points now, yeah, <laughs> just before this goes off, because like, I have a lot to say. Yeah. Um, oh, God. So I focus heavily on my structure and my price points. Nothing new. Lots of people do that, you know. Yeah. I'm going to have Think X amount of premium defenders, a few yeah. premium midfielders. I might have a premium okay. forward, I might not. Who? Kane. Kane or Aubameyang, but probably Kane. I just love his first three or four home games. And a price yeah. drop. Mm. Top scorer two seasons ago. Still got 17 goals, was it? Which, yeah. And see that even the, uh, his expected goal stats, like he was like, was he top five or top six in the league? Yeah, which is pretty that. crazy. Which yeah, I, I actually yeah. He actually had a really good season for, for minutes played. I think yeah. if you're going premium striker, I think. But he is, he is definitely playing further back. Like, did you even see that goal he scored? Like, what the yeah, fuck was he doing on the halfway line? line? Like, Yeah. So I have a core of five to seven players that will have a watch list of replacements for pretty much everyone ready to go. Yeah. So they're all ready to be... It's nice to have a watch list, isn't it? Like, even just, I'd say, no more than 20 players. Yeah. I'll invest most of my dollars in my first 11. So I think you both said that. Yeah. I'll maximise the value of my team, which should maximise the points. I might have one playing, so might not. So you're thinking... Because I got a wild card early, I didn't care. Same, same, exactly. Yeah. Um, stats are your friend. Anyone that says otherwise is missing out. I don't get this whole, oh, stats are for nerds. Uh, you know, you're rubbish at football if you read stats. They're just. We just watch more football than anybody. Yeah. Stats are for nerds and they're awesome. Yeah, they're a great compliment to anything else in the game. Uh, um, there's a good one with um, Sterling and Mane, I think. Well, not Sterling Mane, Sally Mane. Salah performed. As the stats would predict, and many overperformed by about like a lot, six or seven goals or something. Yeah, I think like if you're starting a season, Manny's if they're in a similar price, you just yeah. have to go from Salah from it. But no that's that's where the like, stats come to the. Yeah, but other people might be like, oh, man, I, you know. they are important and they can kind of be interpreted different ways. Like you can't twist them, and yeah, you kind of need to get a, a grasp of what we're really looking you. forward to. How Willie twists all these twist stats them? this season? Yeah, but uh, they are. Like I said, my big bullet point here is they—they they are your friend. They're just a great, yeah, compliment to any other way you have of playing the game, whether that's watching football and yeah, having you know. an eye for it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Willie, great yeah. eye. That's so great. Um, next point: plan, plan, plan. Seems really obvious, but like anything, the more you put in, the more you'll get out, um, and it kind of goes back to what I said. Like a bird. The more you pull it, the more you pull it. What? <laughs> When you're young, lad, years ago, you opened nightclub. But uh, no, it comes back to I, something I said earlier. Some people will kind of be like, oh, why am I kind of getting the breaks? Why am I getting so unlucky? And they might do their team at 10 o'clock on a Saturday. I yeah. play for one game week. Yeah, it's yeah. like plan, plan, plan. Like we said, even if it means like me and Kirk's 
go five weeks ahead for your wild card. Or Willie's yeah. putting a lot more planning in, and that might work for him. History's shown it probably won't, but <laughs> you are planning. Yeah. Um, and then I remember could, that it could work. Do you remember that one game week? Uh, Son was the most transferred in and the most transferred out. <laughs> I was like, he had scored a double figure haul and loads of like casual transferred him in, and he was going to the Asian Games. So casual, oh, yeah. new and transferred casual, him out. Casual sense of races. Yeah. yeah, but still that's hilarious. And then my final two points, and um, one is very. Uh, Personal, not personal, but it's kind of relative to me. No late night tinkering. Some of my worst decisions are I'm just lying in bed. I can't decide between two or three people, but I'm like, yeah, damned if I'm going to sleep before I make this decision. Or I, does, does that tie into using your subs? You know, when you've got like two subs, obviously they don't roll to three. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, I've got two subs, one. I have to make it. Yeah. Or, you know, when fucking Eddie Howe says that Fraser isn't going to start and you put him as a sub, Eddie Howe is just Eddie Howe rang me. He's worse than Pep. He's yeah. worse than Pep. And then last point, because we want to You're fucked if Pep listens to this. Yeah, we're running out of time. We're <laughs> <laughs> quite happy. Uh, it's your team. Make all of the final calls. And before yeah. we started recording, before Kirk's got here, yeah. me and you were talking about it and we're like, that was there's no point mind. if you're just, there's so much information out there, there's so much really good information. Yeah, threads, posts, podcasts, and they all give you lots of really quality content. Yeah, but make the final decision yourself. Yeah, yeah. If you get it wrong, you'll be able to take it on the chin more. If you get it right, you'll be way more ecstatic. A hundred percent. The one, the one, the one calls are, are luck. Like I mean, if someone Sometimes comes in and goes Sterling or Salah, like who the fuck yeah. is going to be able to say? The game just gets a lot harder if you're kind of listening yeah. to someone making a call like, between two players. You pick that player. And it's wrong. You're just gonna be kind of bitter, and yeah, to you know you kind of blame it on them. Whereas if you get it right or wrong yourself, I think it's much easier. You just to enjoy say. it so much more if you make your own decision. It's so much easier to not get annoyed and angry when things go wrong if it's if, like the final decision is your own. Yeah, but use all the information out there. Yeah, listen to the pods, especially our. Pods. Listen to this pod. <laughs> yeah, read everything on Twitter, but like just make your own decisions. Like, don't be having to go with someone else because they told you to do something. Yeah, just so do take. Finally. For all the slagging he gave me, I, I spoke a lot less than Willie. A good four minutes less. Including your mental bit at the start. Yeah. Right, we'll move on now. And, <laughs> when we come back, we'll just have a quick look at fixtures, listeners' questions, and any other business. Yeah. And then we'll go home. So... I was saying in my own little uh, game plan there, the most important thing to me is fixtures. Yeah. So let's talk briefly about them. Um, who has caught your eye in the opening few game weeks? Yeah, when, when I'm looking at fixtures, I look at, I don't know what you guys, I look at fixtures of the, of the non-top four teams. Oh, Everton, no, it's going to be Villa. No, it's not going to be Villa. Everton just jumped out. So Everton, oh, Everton. Okay. Bournemouth have some nice fixtures from a attacking perspective. And I was looking at Villa and West Ham have nice fixtures after Villa. I know. After I know the game with week one fixtures. I know it's Norwich. Norwich have terrible fixtures. I want to stay away from them. And I'm not really overly interested in Wolves with their Europa League. Wolves have horrible fixtures, I think. Yeah, and plus Europa League. Yeah. And Liverpool and City absolutely amazing fixtures. They've made it so easy for us. We can go 3-2 and two or 3-2. They've two. made it easy, but is it a bit crap for the game? I love this. Just play as risk as Six possible. players. Yeah. Yes. Few decisions as possible, just golden for me. Anything? Yeah. Yeah. I don't like Everton. Um, 
I think they're going to concede. That's a bold, bold. I think if you look at the fixtures, if you look at any fixture difficulty list, it comes up like they're kind of easy to average games. I could see them losing or drawing every single one of the first Probably. five, six games. Can I say one thing to you? Second best XGC, better than Liverpool over the last six game weeks. Of yeah, last the last season. end of the Four season. Four clean sheets in the last six. Eight clean sheets in the last oh 11. They're not Zuma. They have not Zuma. That's a massive, they massive got loss. And have they replaced him, though? They got your man, did they bought? Yeah, I mean, I suppose. It's He's useless. not a great defender. No. He's about seven foot eleven. There's he's not They're two good attacking fullbacks. They go one half decent centre half. Michael Keane, at like at best, and the goalkeeper, while he makes loads of good saves, is also liable. Yeah. Can you can you argue with the statistics though? Eight clean sheets in their last eleven I games. I don't care about the. Like, that's like you quoting Liverpool's defensive statistics to me well, without Van Dijk. Or it's like me quoting Liverpool's statistics if fucking Joe Gomez come in instead of Joel Matip, which people are saying will happen. I don't think it'll happen either. But I, actually, I'm not confident in everything. I, I actually have Vinny at the moment because I think he's a good attacking fullback, loads of chances and all that kind of stuff. But defensively, I think they're weak and I think you'll find they'll draw or lose those games. I don't need to continue. Like, they're, playing, like, they're not playing bad teams. They're playing, they're playing West Palace Ham. away. Yeah, away. Watford at home. Yeah. Villa away. Easy win. Uh, Wolves at home. Bournemouth away. Sheffield United home. True. Yeah. Just go on. You can go on to game week 14. No. Especially someone like me doing a late wild card. I can't because this is my own little difficult fixture. Well, in fairness, I'm, game weeks, I'm looking at the first five weeks. I'm looking at them and I'm going, that's not actually that easy. All those pros are going to be wild carding yeah. way before 14. Um, I'm all over Everton. I, I, I don't mind Everton either. I, I won't have three other players. I'll have, have one. I'll have two. I'll have one and it'll be either Dinya or Carolou. I'm going to have Dinya. I'll have either one or two. It'll be 100% Dinya. What's his name? 70%. Dominic, Dominic Carvalhoon. I might have Richarlison or Sigurdsson. I don't think Ooh. I'll have DCL, I, as I call them. I actually am so unsure about how they'll start the season. I, I just couldn't. Now, in fairness, they did finish the season on an absolute flyer. They did. And, and I, I just that was, totally backed I, it up. But you do have to... like. Zuma is their best centre half. He's gone. Yeah, and he's gone. He's going to be starting for Chelsea. But also, at the end of the season, they had nothing to play for. They were safe. They weren't doing anything. There was, I don't know, it was a bit shit. Yeah. Um, anything else? Yeah. I don't like Everton. I love Everton. Um, I like West Ham, but I think I, I don't like them enough that I'm confident to go with someone like Halle. Uh, is it 7 5? Is it Steve um, but I do like I do like their team. I like their they've got. There's so many little attack in midfield. Yeah, I, I think they actually, and with your man up front of you is good. I think they've actually got a really good good starting eleven. Um, but I'm not hundred percent sure. I like the up. I love the up. They've got like your man Reed back as well. So they have got yeah. Balbuena, Jock, uh, and it's not Reed. Balbuena. Yeah, I know, but he's he's a good defender. <laughs> um, and they've got a. Like to have red. The general. Got, yeah. They got a really yeah. solid midfield. They got loads of attacking yes, midfielders. So a good striker is what they're missing. Uh, if your man's good, I think they're yeah. actually pretty good. He, he looks like he's going to be the bar. Yeah. Um, if he was six million, I'd rate. Ah, Jesus. If he was one of those guys who were like, you, you have to put him in. Oh, is he seven and a half or seven? Seven by five. My concern is he just gets sent off. How is he higher than Arnautovic? Yeah. I, I know he's gone. Not just the same. reputation. He, he looks like he could be on penalties. Like, is Noble going to give up penalties? I don't think so. I doubt it. Guy and Mark, big Frankfurt fan, said. Halle is the best penalty taker he's ever seen. Well, they were saying um, the guy who played with him was a job. Jovic. Yeah. yeah. He, he went for whatever. He went for whatever millions to. He's caught over there. Yeah. And he scored twenty-seven goals, and Haller scored twenty-two goals. Yeah. And I think he was expecting to move to someone a bit bigger. Yeah. West Ham went in, and he's moved. Take money. Yeah. So he could actually be 
like proper a quality. Better. Yeah. You asked your friend about that dude from Newcastle as well. He was from Germany. Yeah. Like, no, your man, man said. Uh, now we might get him. We won't get him on, but we might, we might just on. get. We might get him to write out a few paragraphs. We'll have him on in written word. He's a German football. <laughs> uh, <laughs> from Germany. Oh, he is. He's from Germany. Big Frankfurt fan. I get lots of Bundesliga history lessons off him. But <laughs> thing, no, the only thing that sticks in my mind is he said at the end of the season, Pallier is their most important player by a mile. And that's yeah, ahead of Jovic, ahead of Rebic. Of it. And Jovic is stitch. Where does Rebic go? No, nowhere. Yeah, yeah, nowhere. The, um, I think the thing is, they're good balance on their team, good attacking players, mm, good delivery yeah. into the box, all well, that kind of stuff. You, when you even say that though, Jovic and Rebic, like, like they're two, like, we know they're big players. Stars, you know yeah. what I mean? Like if you have two quality players delivering balls to yeah. Well, I think he's maybe one to watch rather than one to put in straight away. But that's oh, definitely. game week five, I'll be looking at seeing if he's producing the goods. Um, yeah, Kirk's game week four, actually. He plays Norwich at home, then below away. See, I, I can get him in there. He could score 14 goals no, in that easy, game. Easily, triple captain. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, with like, uh, teams like Liverpool and stuff, don't they have a few tough You're going to Liverpool, are you? No, I was going to say, like, come game week 9 and 10, is there not a lot of like fixed returns at that I stage? I actually have like, the game week 9 or 10. I think so when you go that much forward. No, there's a lot of teams that have like that have like good runs up to like game week 8 or 9, and then they have tough fixtures when you get to that stage. Yeah, but you, you yeah, move up all yeah. the points at the start. Liverpool have Man United and Tottenham in game week 9 and 10. Man United and Tottenham. I see, the thing about that... No, but what I'm saying, surely that makes a point. Like, if there's fixture turns, that's when you want to get on board. So, well, who's your... these players right through to game week 8. Who are your Liverpool players? Everton, Bournemouth, Liverpool, right through to game week 8. And then if you wild card then, nah. you can... You can who are your pool players? You've got two defenders. I've got TAA and Robbo on the right, ball okay. season. And United games I got Van Dyke. Liverpool United do Manila. Spurs Liverpool's going to be nil off. But there's usually goals in Spurs Liverpool. Yeah, but I'm saying you don't ditch those but, players. But can you see my point that there is from like there's a lot of teams that are good for the first eight game weeks and then there's fixture turns. Oh yeah, so that, yeah, it's fine. Like it's not. I wouldn't ditch any people. Like I wouldn't ditch high. But I might I might go from three Liverpool players. to two and go from two City to three. You know that kind of thing. Yeah, I wouldn't be ditching good players. Yeah. <laughs> that's um, that's where it all. I I think Van Dijk, Salah. And one of Trent or Robertson. Why Van Dyke over um, one of the fullbacks? I'm going to do a post on that during the week. Ooh, oh, I love that. Success. I can't wait to not read it and then ask you about it later. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't know. I just kind of, for the 0.5 million and the extra goal threat and the bonus, and just kind of fancy. Um, I fucking love to hear. Can you read out Chris Palace's first five games there? They've really got pictures. Everything at home. Sheffield United away. United away. Villa home. Tottenham away. Wolves yeah. home. Bit of a mixed bag. Yeah, mixed bag. I actually, I don't like Palace. I love Zaha though. They're doing really bad in preseason. They lost to Bromley. It's, really it's a bit of a Roy Hodgson syndrome. I just, if they had a better manager or more attacking manager, I think I might be more inclined. They actually have a solid enough team, but I don't trust him to actually make use of any of the decent players. Well, last season, yeah. if they lose Zaha, they were very close to the bottom. Oh, if they lose Zaha, they could get Who's the striker? Wickham. Uh, Penteke, Wickham and Sarla in that yeah, order. I mean, <laughs> that, that that's means, like a joke. To yeah. me, that's a void palace. No, that is. That's like, no, <laughs> Penteke, Sarla and Wickham walk into a bar. <laughs> Wickham, uh, I think Penteke got 51 goals in 102 games. For There's definitely some sort of punchline about hitting the bar. <laughs> um, right, so the other two teams I do like though, right? Uh, Burnley and Southampton. 
I can't decide of the two which I'm more likely to go with. I, can I just say one thing? Southampton have terrible fixtures, yeah. in my opinion. I do not think Southampton's fixtures. There are a few nice fixtures. I think everyone's saying they have terrible fixtures. I don't think they're that bad at all. I just, I like Hassan Hoodle. Well, I've done my own fixture ticker. Which Burnley, Brighton, yeah. Sheffield United and Bournemouth. Uh, they're the four, four of the worst teams for, for XGC. Goals, yeah. Yeah, maybe I, I, just, I can't decide. Three of the other four were in the top six. Burnley, Burnley have no European games like they did last year, right? So I'm yeah. hoping they revert back to the season before yeah. kind of form. Um, and then Southampton under Hassan are really attacking like they're really yeah. quick yeah. like what is it Ings Obafemi Che Adams I mean that's they're actually lightning up front yeah. but they're actually still so bad they're still lightning oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm not taking defenders yeah, but uh, I'm looking at the 6 million thing and I'm going like Redmond's in my team Redmond Ings Che Adams yeah. I don't like Adams yeah. I see him play though oh, Che Adams, Adams did that if you can do at Birmingham you can do it anywhere Really fucking average, bang average championship team. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I watched him though. He's not very easy on the eye. No, he's effective. A lot of bad touches. Glen Murray easy on the eye. He gets his arse in the way of people and backs. Do you know? Do you I, know Glen Murray scored as many goals around him in his last season. That's incredible. That is incredible. Thirteen. Check it up. Um, how many assists? No. Southampton's fixtures aren't as bad as I thought, but I think I'm looking at. First eight weeks from a wild card, but they play Liverpool, United, Tottenham, and Chelsea. I'm, well, I'm going so either four or. out of eight are terrible, but the other four are. I'm looking at Pope as a season Great player. Option. I'm hoping he comes back to what he was two seasons ago. Yeah, back yeah. Fit. you're hoping that Burnley come back to what they were as like lots right of shots. Like, yeah, and I was looking actually the season. I was saying that you were earlier. Yeah. He has the Lord on the side, so he does. Yeah. Oh, uh, but the praise, year, praise be. The year that Pope came into the team, that he was injured, he had an, uh, an XGC delta of plus ten point five. That's good. That's, that's amazing in a Burnley team. That's all the hair. That's like the hair. Yeah. and Pope are like the, the guys yeah. who. And they love to concede shots from outside the box as well. It's like three three save points, three uh, saves equals one extra point. That's why I never go for a premium goalkeeper. Yeah, no, like, that's why. Like, last year I had Allison the whole, the whole the second half of the season, and Allison gets six points most game weeks. Sometimes he get a yellow and get no five. Boys yeah. have Fabianski or Etheridge. They can see two or three goals, and they make. Yeah. They'd make six saves and I'd be only getting a pint more. You'd be sick. Okay. I'm going to have to just say we're going to wrap up this fixture talk because we go into more detail when we... I think our next pod we're going to go into our own individual drafts yeah, right, and so we can focus on the, the fixtures. That's more my But before we wrap up there and just go into head, we haven't planned anything here, give me your kind of MVP. This is for our American listeners because like... I think 15% of America listens to our podcast. Or 15% something. of 15% America. 15% of people that listen to our America. Whatever, same thing. Don't correct them. Um, <laughs> so, in each position, who is your MVP? And you don't have to do a goalkeeper because it's hard, but if you want, you can. So, Kirk, yeah. goalkeeper? Uh, Pope. Come Pope. Defender? Yeah. If you have to pick one for the start of the season. Trent. Yeah, midfielder? KDB. And forward? Probably Wilson. Okay. Willie, you don't have to explain it. Goalkeeper? Pope, no reason behind it. TAA, he's my fucking one player that I want in my whole team. Yep. Midfielder, Mo Salah. Forward, uh, Callum Wilson with an honourable mention for Jamie Cardi. Okay, terrible fixtures. What a bad pick. But, uh, <laughs> we won't cut Fixtures don't affect now. Jamie Vardy. They never have. They never will. That's no, it's not me. That's the stats. Him and Harry Kane. I know it's true. I was looking at Kane and Vardy. It's mad. They score more points against bigger teams. As a man who's a stats man, it's just not very scientific. <laughs> it's like, he loves big teams. It says like Andy Gray and fucking Wednesday. Richard Keyes. Oh, yeah, two boys. Uh, I would go 
really struggling for goal, you both, you both said Pope. So I'm going to go Matty Ryan. He's in my team at the minute. Defender, I'm going to go Van Dijk. He's in all my drafts at the minute. He should score more goals. I think he will. He gets he more should. big chances. He, he should gets more big chances than TA and Robo. That's one thing. That's like yeah. And midfielder, Salah. Just really boring. And I agree with the forward, Wilson. He's That's in weird. all my drafts as well. And 8 million. He only played 29 games last year. He's just actually the way the game. Quality. Yeah, it's just like, the way the game's going. You go back a couple of seasons when he was injury free and he was actually racking up the goals and he got injured, I think, and missed the half the season. Yeah. But like, he actually is quality. Yeah. yeah. So we have a few listeners' questions that we're going to answer. Um, we'll hopefully get into a lot more of these and a lot more depth as this, the preseason goes on. But these are the the first few. So, Willie, without like going into too much detail and uh, I don't know, please don't reducing all of our life expectancies. <laughs> we have a question here from Finton Donnelly. Yeah, who's <laughs> a friend of ours? We have to say, but. How many Villa players should we be considering? Right. I haven't got much to say on this. I just want to say, how many Villa players do you want to have in your game week one squad? Personally, absolutely none. <gasps> Villa, they're, they're just, they're after bringing sure. in so many new players. They're like, they're getting Trezeguet in, in, they're getting Costa. There's seven or eight more players, which I won't mention. That David like. Trezeguet. David Trezeguet. It's a, it's a, so you're a bit... It's an international... They're doing the opposite of fun. We will talk about it. Okay, so I'm not zero. sorry about that. Will we move on? Zero players. Can I just mention one thing? If it's quick. If yeah, if Tom Heaton moves to Villa, which it looks all like he will, he's one to four in the betting. Pope uh, at Burnley and Heaton game with one to thirty eight, they make an absolutely cracking two four point five rotating goals. You know it's not for better. me, but if that's your thing, it's it's you know be go. better if they both stayed at Burnley. Yeah. You could just play them one to thirty eight as well. Yeah. yeah. We didn't have to have any Villa. We, no. we have a lot more to say about Villa in the coming weeks. I think no, we will have nothing to say about Villa. Just out of curiosity, how many Villa players should, will you be considering? Yeah, that's kind of one, one considered, Matt Target, but only because he's 4.5 and he's half decent in the Premiership. Okay. I don't want to hear your opinion. I don't that's have an opinion. Well, I do have an opinion, but right. so, a long time. I don't want to spend too much time on this because it kind of hurts my eyes. So there's this guy, FPL Chav, saying... How will Leicester fit? Now I'm reading this a lot better than it reads. Madison Perez Tellymans in. Will one player on Twingy, or will it be five at back with wing backs providing the width? Like this, this place is more this, special than I. <laughs> to be honest, uh, I'm not going to answer that. Um, that guy kind of needs to grow up a little bit because I don't think that's the way he talks. <laughs> Do you know? I don't know. Like, so it actually seems... Same all, with, all three will be integrated into the team not perfectly fine. Read it with the accent. Roger style. It seems like there's more effort going into writing it wrong than if you just wrote it. Yeah. So uh, you need so to... So answer take, it wrong. No. There's an actual Leicester question later. You need to take a good, long, hard look at yourself, FPL Chav, to be honest now. I don't like bullying people, but he deserves to be bullied. No offence. Um... <laughs> Next question. Well, like, can, you get this, can you get this with Apple Podcasts? You can. Yeah. The podcast. Can you? Yeah. That's All a right. nice, easy. There you question. go. And the last question, which is a Leicester one. Yeah. So uh, that FPL podcast. Yeah. Good like friend him. of the show. Uh, he's a great man, isn't he? Us, promotes us. Yeah. And um, is going to do a way worse podcast than us that will make our podcast look even better. So I doubt it. Sometimes we he's like a, that he's guy. A great lad. Yeah. 
Only problem is he's a Liverpool fan. So anyway, which one or two players from Leicester's main attacking players should we be looking at doubling up on? Yeah. Vardy, Perez, Matters, or Talisman? I presume he means Tielemans. Tielemans and Mads. Yeah, he said Matters. Mads. But before you get stuck into that, because you have a big fucking diary of notes there, (laughs) I'd just like to answer that. Oh, I want to go. I want to go in second. Can, Can I you? just say you no, no? You're last. When he starts, oh, when he starts, I'm leaving. So no, that FPL podcast. Like one thing to say on the fucking. Our dear friend, I'm actually going to be avoiding lesser players for the first eight game weeks. I don't like the fixtures. They're playing. First of all, they've got such an array of kind of midfield attacking options. I'm not a hundred percent who's going to start. Now I know you can make an educated guess that who probably will, but there still is that doubt. But it's more the fixtures for me. So they're playing Wolves at home, Chelsea away, then they've Sheffield United away, which is grand, Bournemouth, grand. And they play United, Spurs, Newcastle and Liverpool. So in their first eight games, they play Chelsea, United, Tottenham, Liverpool. You have Wolves who, if I take my United hat off, are a more difficult fixture than United. But I just have them there. And I just, there's more viable options for me. So I'm... Probably going to have no Leicester players to start off at. Going to head, if I had to pick one, it would probably be Vardy. Yeah. But he just doesn't fit the structure of my team. So if I'm moving down, I'm just going to go Perez. I think he's a bit of an unknown. He's six and a half million. He has that kind of wow factor to him. I know uh, Tielemans is an absolute baller. Oh, and so I would have loved if United bought him. I think we all agree. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say the same thing. He's yeah. class, but just, yeah. I don't know if he gets the returns. And then... On top of that, Madison, he just has all the underlying stats, but just does fuck all. Like. Now, yes! Now, that, that could come good. I'm not he's saying a, write him off. You, I actually hey, have... He's got a lovely haircut. I want to say... Oh, Wait no. a second, you're going last. <laughs> now, for me, I'm going to pick no Leicester players. So, Kirk, right. how many Leicester players? Um, right, in exact same. Pictures of shit, no Leicester players. If you're going to pick one, you pick Vardy, because yeah. he... he he does produce against big teams. He gets, he gets the get, goal, he gets penalty. He's going to get all of those attacking players. If you're picking assist, a second player, Tielemont. Tielemont. He's, oh, he's quality. He actually yeah. is a quality player. I can't believe nobody came in for him. Um, when like he United, why didn't they pay him? Like, anybody should have picked him. I think he wants to go to Leicester ahead of United. Um, On Madison, the test, he was probably the best player in the Premier League. Madison, 100% agree. I think he's all stats, underlying stats, all chances created. If he's as good as... What do you think Vardy is not a bad striker. He would have put them away. Yeah, it's, it's like he's creating chances I, on paper. He's, he's all fucking. And you guys might agree with me all on that. The number one thing I had on this question is like I probably wouldn't double up with Leicester with fixtures. Probably it's one Leicester or none, isn't it? Right. For me, it's like it's all about Jamie Vardy. Look, last season, eighteen goals, third among farmers, thirty-one bonus. That was third among all players. He did an XGI of twenty point five six. Heard among all That's forwards. not the dog. There's 33 <laughs> big chances. And then at the end of the season, the dog he had dead. five goals in the, in the last six games. He had a 4.51 XGI. Like, that's just unbelievable. Look, the stats say Madison had the most chance created of all players in the league. It's 100. Some, something we have to look about about Madison. He's, he's got really nice hair. It's the quality of the chances that he's creating. So someone like Fraser created 28 big chances last week. Last year, while Madison only created 13. So he's creating chances, but the quality of the chances aren't great. Oh, so for me, as, as I said, I, I, I'm all over Vardy. Uh, and to me, like Perez at 6.5. Are you going to have any Leicester players in your starting team? 
Uh, I really, really want to have Jamie. If, if I go for two 4.5 midfielders, I'll have Jamie Vardy. Otherwise, I will have no lesser players, but I will have Callum Milson at 8 million can wish a real interest in moving to Jamie Vardy game with three after those Sheffield United and Villa games. Fair enough. So, that FPL podcast, I hope that answers your question. Um, yeah, we like that you listen to our podcast, so hopefully that did it just... Well, actually, I really like the fact that he admitted Madison isn't as fucking good as he's uh, no, banging on about. I know more about right. stats than his team. Now, before we wrap up the podcast, and we're very close, because uh, Wooly's wife is going to be outside very Beep soon, the fucking horn. beeping the horn. Yeah. Um, I don't know, knocking on the neighbours' doors, wondering where we live. You better go through our um, our league anyway. That's it. So we're going to go through our weekly segments. And we started off this Twitter page last year. Um, just like I said, it was an experiment. The three of us were big into FPL. We had our own WhatsApp group and we, we liked to talk about it. And we said, we're going to start a Twitter page. We're going to start a podcast. But you need to generate some interest. You need a few uh, segments. So... Our big one was the Renegade Squad, which was quite popular last year. Yeah, that was which is basically we enjoyed anyway. Yeah, I think a lot. Of we were successful, so oh, we were. Yeah. So it's basically one follower will play off against a mixture of our three squads. Yeah. So we will amalgamate the three teams. We'll kind of get together, knock our heads together, and pick our best team of the three. Now our budget is a hundred million, which is quite tricky, but I think it turned out that having three pools of players was a Bigger advantage than the, the budget. Money, yeah, the money loss, I think. Yeah, because we felt like we were completely fucked, didn't we? We had like 100 million yeah. in the second half of the season. I suppose the only benefit is we could pick a really shit bench from our, um, our fodder players. Yeah, I think we won 14 out of 18 weeks. We're close to well, I think. Oh yeah, we never got hammered. Our uh, biggest loss was nine points to the overall winner, who was, I think, FTL Green Arrow. He got one of those deadly mugs. He won a 50 euro Amazon voucher and... On paper, you want a mug. I haven't posted that to him yet. But, uh, <laughs> the post that is like 15 minutes away and I haven't got to go yet. The mugs are savage. I know, but he got his voucher. Are you, are you using a mug? No, it's in a, it's in a <laughs> box. It's, uh, it's fine. Now, next season, we're going to do the same thing, but the prize is going to be halved. So, like, look, we don't make any money from doing this podcast. It costs us money. We not, yet, anyway, not yet. Anyway. Yeah, we spend a lot on alcohol. We spend yeah. money on food. More big dogs. Uh, microphones, all that jazz. So we can't really double the price. So we're going to have to half it. So basically, the Renegade squad is going to be a 25 euro voucher and a mug. Yeah. And then we've set up a new mini league, which is going to be 25 euro and a mug. Correct. All worth winning for free. Like, What happens if, if one of us wins it? We can't win it. So our mini league is going to be slightly different, oh. as in either the bottom team or a few of the bottom teams each week are going to get knocked out booted out of the league and there'll come a point it could be like the last eight game weeks could be the last four where whoever's left in the league will play off for the prizes we'll sort that out depending on entrance but we've about 70 at the moment are we thinking head to head yeah. we we will hopefully do a head to head at the end I think it'll be yeah that's fair we don't want some guy who's like 100 points ahead just walking the last we'll be hopeful of a couple of hundred people in it, exactly before we get started and then our last project segment and probably our biggest and one, the one we're most looking forward to is <laughs> we're going to take one of our friends who I don't think he's ever played FPL but if he has he's he hasn't played really 5 million though he's, um, he's a football fan but is he a football fan? no he's one of those people and I'm going to do the inverted comments Man United, like, dickhead Man United fan <laughs> and I say this as a Man United fan myself but he's as one of these guys I, 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 me or Kirk's don't 
Yeah, he's not really a football fan. I hope he's not listening. No, he is. <laughs> he is. Anyway, the whole point is, FPL is not his game, and our aim is, we're going to get him to listen to our podcast. He's we should, to... we should like, between ourselves, where do we think he'll finish? Yeah, he's going to read our posts. I'm happy to say that. And he's going to be in our WhatsApp group. I think that's a big thing. Yeah. I think our WhatsApp group is quite solid. I think it's it probably gold. charge people money to enter that. <laughs> we should actually have our own side bet I think we should actually put money in pop you you to charge me money, where, we, where we can get you to finish yeah now we put up a poll like it's still going but like not a lot of people have voted only 40 and I think yeah. the the winner at the minute is top 100k I think we can get, get him into top 100k yeah. we should do within 10k where we no. can finish top 50k I think will be a, a big success no I think we should pick a figure I think the three of us should put yeah it. let's do it both should pick a figure We'll do that off don't, don't say it. Yeah, yeah, over. Yeah. He's going to go in top 100k if he listens. So that's our last segment. So anyway, we've lots to look forward to. There's a few prizes. We might find a few along the way. Like I said, uh, we're all self-funded, so like it's hard to yeah. put this all together. We no, can't be like, throwing away money. Whose whiskey is this? Uh, Willie bought the whiskey. <laughs> um, you know, maybe we'll start at one of those Patreon pages. Yeah, or, or, else, or else just send us whiskey. That, no, that is it. It's not like oh, we would love whiskey for two dollars a month to get this for five dollars. It's like for a bottle of whiskey, a quarter. Then finish nine year old red breast. Yeah, like that. you get a mug or maybe access to her WhatsApp. Oh, Jemison's fine. Yeah, Jemmy's actually fine. Yeah, Tesco's finest Irish whiskey. <laughs> they do like we don't want any Scotch though. No, How long? Or any that peat shit. I mean, it's been what an hour for people listening and two and a half hours for me. So I'm hammered. Yeah. I know we're wrapping it up now that's our segment so anyway we've got to the end of the podcast Um, it's episode one of season two like we always said last season we do appreciate anyone that has listened anyone that shares um, pass it around your friends I think there's a lot of decent information in there and sometimes I think it gets lost because a lot of nonsense as well that's what you want this season's going to be difficult to navigate the villa it's going to be so yeah, difficult. Like, you don't want to just listen to two or three nerds just talking about spreadsheets all week. Like, do you know? I do love spreadsheets. I know. I love spreadsheets as well. But like, you kind of need to balance should it out we, a bit. I think we should finish on the fact that Villa are back in the Premiership. And he arrived for the first pod in a full Villa kit. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. So, again, thanks to food, everyone for food, listening. Food for Good luck. <laughs> and good night. Good night. Thanks so much. Anything, anything, anything.